going on, guys, and welcome back to the Bread and Sports Podcast uh, Round 21 Preview. I'm joined by the NOS, mate. What's happening? No, nah, not much. Just uh, gearing up for the weekend. That's it. Um, no Wilfred today. Off in the working real world, making some coins. So, um, first of all, we'll talk about talk about the major the major talking points out of the weekend. Nathan Cleary, obviously, um, it was a hard it was a hard pill to swallow from a super coach standpoint for myself, but um, it opens the comp wide up. It it opens it right up to um to all teams really, you know. And I th- I think the the backlash or the the aftermath really of this could be very, very trying for Penrith now, trying to um end the season without their their star halves, mate. What do you think? First of all, do you think it was worth not so much the send off? I think everyone can agree that's that's justified. But five weeks, do you think five weeks was was the right call? Yeah, I think it was because you look at Carl Lawton, he got about four. Uh, Nick Cottry got sent off two years ago and got about four weeks as well. So, but uh, Cleary's tackle was probably a bit worse than theirs. So, you know, for a tackle like that with the risk it holds, five weeks yeah. is fair enough. Um, as far not so much as as the call itself, but just as far as their like, does do you take any stocks out of that now without Luai, without Cleary? How does this affect like how you see Penrith coming to this this time of the year? Like. I do see them like, you know, they're a bit, you know, under strength, but, you know, you still got to remember they still got a, a gun team. And, you know, if you're a halfback, you'd want your, like, you'd want to have Penrith as your forward pack getting you off that field. Absolutely. They're going to make, they're, they're going to do their best to make their life much easier. And, you know, I think Appy Corosia is going to really take up a, um, a more, more of an important role. And yeah. he's going to have his hands on the ball much more. He's going to be, you know, Making much more impact than he already does, and I think we're gonna because he's always been that unsung hero in that in that spine. Yeah, and I think Penrith are gonna realize shit. We shouldn't have let him go after the, you know, after these next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, look, obviously, losing any member of your spine is a big deal, but especially the likes of Luai and Cleary now both out. But it, like you said, like there are still guys on that team. That, that do a job and not just a, like they do yeah. a really good job. Dylan Edwards, you know, for all the shit I've given him over the past few years for being sort of, you know, riding the coattails of their success this year in particular, he has had a, a very good season. And then, you know, Apicorosau finally broke through into that, uh, that blues nine Jersey well-deserved as well. Um, and Isaiah, you know, you know, for most people, he, he'd be right up there in the Dally M race. You know what I mean? He's, he's just, you know, we talk about unsung heroes. There's there's a few of them in that side that hopefully won't go unsung this weekend and, and for the next few weeks. Although Well, hopefully they go unsung this yeah, weekend. For yourself, hopefully, yeah, <laughs> this weekend they um there's a little bit of growing pains. But um we'll take a look at the other so the other the other judiciary news really, what are we so Patty Carrigan Four look, weeks. I I think four weeks is him getting off very light. On that, I, and I, I, well, watching tackle back, I saw you know what he was trying to say that he didn't he didn't try to land on him. He was trying to lift his hips up so that he didn't realize he fell. But it's a tackle that needs to come out of the game, and I do think it's tackle. It's 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 more just the third man shouldn't have impact in the in the tackle, and I also think the third man shouldn't be there. Like 
because usually the third man joins right right on or right after the referee calls held exactly you know, just to give another three seconds for the for the line to set up in my yeah. opinion like i i think only what like five years ago you used to see you know two would go up top and then one would have you know control of the ball and the other would slide down i don't know why we ever got to a point where a third man would come in like if if two people go up to make the tackle that's it there shouldn't be anyone joining after about two seconds in a tackle Exactly, and you know, you know these these one on one tackles that we we say, oh, that's a great tackle. You know these these classic traditional rugby league tackles. Yeah, they offer nothing for your defense now because of all this yeah, rest exactly. that's been brought in and stuff. Because if you just go in once, pick them up by the legs, you just if you if you pin them on the ground, they get back up straight away. There's no there's no time to reset your line, or they can just pop an offload. Yeah, exactly. It it is it is like we've made it so the defense really does struggling it's why there's certain techniques that get taught like that that yeah. that technique that patty used was taught i'm not saying it's it's good it's not it's not in the interest of the game like patty's not yeah. a dirty player but someone has to be the fall guy for certain for certain exactly. areas you know we saw the trail last year um you know there was no sympathy for him and and i think there was a case to be made not a strong case yeah. but a case to be made that it was more a mistake than it was careless, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I, I just think, I don't think any player goes out of their way to hurt someone. You know, we saw Nathan Cleary, he dumped him. He The, the first thing he did was say, like, you know, Shit, sort of, right? yeah, yeah. try to look after the bloke. Because at the end of the day, like, these guys aren't going out there to hurt each other, mm. you know? So I, I do think we need four guys. We need... A Latrell, we need a, a, a Paddy Carrigan. Just to set, a, a set an example, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Like we come up to a business time at the end of the season, and there's going to be no zero tolerance. Yeah, and it shouldn't thing, be. With these tackles, like you know, we hear a new technique of this new controversial tackle every three or four years. You know, let's say three or four years ago, the the newest uh, phase was the cannonball tackle. Then before yeah. that, we had the chicken wing, you know, and these yeah. have all been rubbed out eventually. So the hip drop will be. And like, I don't know if you saw the Joe Tarpney one. That yeah, that, that should have been a penalty. Yeah, I, a lot of people are saying the point of contact is why Booth got it. I, what I have a problem with is the fact that he didn't. He end up getting in trouble for yeah pushing the bloke yeah. or something Start, like that. Fight, yeah, did he did he get ten in the bin for that? He got ten in the bin for throwing a punch at uh, David Fafita, who was I, actually the third man in, and who should have been sin binned as well. I I feel like you know the the punching, getting done for punching. I hate that rule because to me, unless two blokes are you know like, and I'm talking Adam Blair, Glenn Stewart level, like these are grown men who are throwing themselves at each other. If someone throws a a punch or a push, like. I don't act. I don't understand why we try and act more prestigious than we are. Like obviously, exactly. you you can't be you know pounding someone into the earth. You know we don't want to see, you know, like a Gordon Tallis style just just beating a bloke Gordon up. Someone. Someone. Just two blokes just swinging their arms. Not like look. You look at the Origin game for example. Up until that Burton Gagai situation, it was um it was just niggling, pushing and shoving. But once they once they just threw a few punches, the game just you know. But there Mellowed was so out. much, there was so much life about it. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, exactly. It, it I, I'm not saying it's a great look for the game, but it's something that you get in contact sport. Like it's something that comes out of guys. And I think 
there are certain limits to it, you know, where you say, no, enough's enough. Yeah. We can't have the old school where the referee pretty much just gives up and waits for one bloke to belt the other bloke to death. Like, and, and then, then you know, there's just, just little brawls coming off in the, in the field of play. Like, but we yeah. act like, you know, we want everything to move faster. But then as soon as, as, soon as two blokes c- come to blows, all you hear is the referee go, yeah, keep eyes on this. And then we sit there for 10 minutes trying to figure out. And then we get one slow-mo look of someone throwing an underhook jab that barely connects to, to a bloke's nipple. And he's in the bin for ten. It's like I don't, I don't yeah. want to see that. I don't want to see exactly. that. You know, they're going to get on with it. They're going to go play footy right after this. But if, if yeah. you know, I just, yeah. So there are certain things that I think need to be worked out of our game. But when I saw Tarpany get binned for that, it, it, it was just, bullshit. It, you know, like well, I think the tackle in general is like coming in like that when he's he, he's motionless, unnecessary. It was third unnecessary. man in shoulder right into the back of the legs. Yeah. The bloke's 100-something kilos. You're putting Vol- all in Vulnerable you know? position as well. Exactly. Like, he, can't, he can't go anywhere. What about so, how he just, 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 picked, just picked him up by his collar and just, like, threw, like, threw him? Yeah, but I, wa- like, I want to see that. You know what I exactly. mean? Like, I want to see that. And I'm not saying, like, I want this bloke to, to get hurt. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's like when Jared the other night got done for the elbow. Like, 15 years ago, whenever Jared first debuted... Some bloke would have put, like, you can imagine a Shane Webke or, or yeah. Petra or someone would have put their elbow right through fucking Jared's, you know, right eyelid, for God's yeah. sake. And he yeah. would have just got up like horny as ever going, yeah, give me more. You know what I mean? Like Exactly. Yeah. It's what these blokes live for. So, yeah, yeah, I do think what there is I a... What I did find was, was bullshit was a Nelson um, call. Yes. Yeah. Like, well, we were watching, it at, the, we're watching at the pub and yeah. we, we thought, shit, he's in trouble here. That's bad. Yeah, and and the problem with that is is that when it gets reviewed and it gets let off, and it's a team like Melbourne, you're gonna have the casual fans and even some of the you know the diehards that are saying, oh, you know, it's, it's favoritism and and all this sort of nonsense, and and it's annoying because I don't want to hear that, you know, but they wouldn't say that if it was the Tigers or something, you know, or or a team that's yeah. that's not competing. But because it's exactly. a team in the spotlight and it's it's a Jared, it's a Nelson, it's someone of note, you know, it, it just makes it a bigger deal than it needs to be. And it's like, we just need to get calls right. Rules need to be a lot less confusing. It seems like every year we get to about this point and we go, all right, we just need to scrap everything. Everyone needs to sit down at the end of the year and get it right. And there's just something wrong again. And it's blatantly obvious. You know what I mean? So exactly. and it's getting uh, worse and worse every year. Like this, this past round was probably the worst round for the match review committee. Yes, like how that Alfred Smalley, like oh. enough, his debut, that swinging arm. Yeah. Look, I, I would just say ten in the bin, but George Burgess's lazy arm on Mulatalo gets sent off. Yeah, it's It's just inconsistency. That's all it is. That's the only reason anyone, anyone who you know knows knows their fair lick of of rugby league is saying what they're saying. Cause it's like, it's if, if everything was called equal, regardless of what the outcome is, we'd yeah. be okay with it. But it's the fact that you've got, you know, and they say, Oh, the referees can't use, you know, their own common sense here, but in another situation they can't like, I don't, I, I just, yeah. it's very confusing. And, and the annoying thing is, is that we get games like the origin games this year were phenomenal. All three. Exactly. Of them were, every, every game was great. And and kudos to the referees. They don't get the kudos they deserve, but they were great in all three games. I think, you know, you're going to get a call.
call wrong here or there, but for the most part, it was free flowing guys throwing themselves. It was awesome, you know, exactly. and, and I, it just makes you think it's like, if that's the level we can get to. Yeah. Why, why make it so much more confusing in the regular season? But, um, exactly. We'll leave it, we'll leave it at that. I'm sure we could go on for a lot longer on that, but it, it, nothing's going to change anytime soon. Um, Mate, I want to talk about what I want to talk about is the the five teams that I think are out of contention. Just sort of like a, a quick end of year, well, early end of year review. Titans, Tigers, Knights, Warriors, Dogs. I think their years are all done. Um, so we'll just go through each team and sort of you know pick at what we thought went wrong, what we think is it might improve, or you know get a get a good estimate of of, of what we when we make of their season. So. We'll start with the Titans so far. Um, three three wins in nineteen games. It is it has been <laughs> abysmal. Um, right. And as a as a Raiders fan, you know I'm sure you're sitting there going, "Well, Hugh Blake's practically gave us Fogarty." You know, I know. so um, although I don't think it makes that much of a difference, but it does make a, a substantial difference nonetheless. Just a bit of a, you know, a, an older head, you know, in that spine, providing a bit of, you know, assurance and stuff. We all had the Titans, not necessarily a top four team, but not a not a bottom three team, you know. We had the no, mid-table. No so, like, where where for you do you think it's gone wrong? What what do you think the Titans need to improve on? What, what's, what's your assessment of the Titans in 2022? I think, you know, they, they are the youngest spine in the NRL, but there's no stability. There's just one week Brimson's fullback, the next week he's five eight. Tanner Boyd's playing halfback. Sexton's having a rest. You know, it's just yeah, it's all, all over shot. shot. They're playing musical halves. Yeah, and um, you've seen with the teams that you know come last, experimenting with your halves doesn't work. No, no, but, you, you, um, it's, it's called your spine for a reason. Exactly. You don't. Yeah, it's like you. Yeah. I don't see how Tanner Boyd can go from playing nine to six to seven, and and sometimes it's it, sometimes it's in the middle of the game as well, which baffles yeah. me. Against you guys on the weekend, you had so you had Boots starting at nine, Brimson at six, no Brimson at fullback, Tanner Boyd at six, and came then on the bench, and then at some point in the game, Booth came off, Boyd went to nine, AJ to five eight, and. And then Jaden Campbell, you can't, you cannot do that. It makes just, zero yeah. sense because the those four blokes, your one, six, seven, nine, are talking more than anyone else on the field. They're, they're so controlling the game. To, one's to controlling move everyone the around. defensive line, one's controlling the rock, and the others control, you know, directing the team. And 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 I, I'm just using this weekend gone as an example, but after 25 minutes, for feeder and Furmore just switch sides. Like for no apparent reason, they just switched sides and nothing like nothing came of it. I'm pretty sure did not did both firm or not score early he on. He scored. He scored. And then switches. Who? Who came up with that? Who said I have no idea. Hey, that worked. We put you know, we got both firm across on the right. Let's move how? Let's get him across on the left. It just makes zero sense. So I mean, I think the Titans, they're just waiting out the clock now, obviously. I think Foreign, foreign, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, do we think foreign is the difference between three wins and and and, and ten plus wins? I like, you know what I mean? It's. I think there's just a lot of stupid plays. It's just a stupid team at times. Like, but to to their credit, one player that has done quite well is Toby Sexton. He, he I think he's 
Yeah. The second most attacking kicks in the NRL, second most forced dropouts in the NRL, only second to Nathan Cleary. His playmaking stats compared to other halves, I think he gets quite a few um, forced dropouts Tries as well. Yep. Second Tries most. Off kicks. Yeah. Um, he is a player of the future, I think. And and I, I think, think yeah. pretty hard done by. And, uh, you know, nothing against the likes of a Tanner Boyd or, or AJ or anyone who's who's challenging for those spots next year. But I do think Toby Sexton alongside um, Kez next year when he gets there, I think I, I think he's going to learn a lot from him. So Exactly. I think so too. Um, the Tigers, mate, they've... Oh. they've They've done all right over the past two weeks, but they they do this. They they're abysmal all year, but they'll they'll nip a win here and there against a side that wasn't expecting it. Um, what do we make of the Tigers this year? I think um, there's been some, some positive signs. Um, yeah. You know, since since poor old Midge has left, I think he's he poor really hasn't Midge. been able to blood blood the players coming through. They've got some really good young forwards coming through. And I think um, Adam Dewey coming back has just changed the dynamic phenomenal. of the team. Yeah. Um, and they do have a hard headache as well. Um, because do you, go, do you go young? Do you, do you just sort of say enough of the Luke Brooks fiasco, you know, uh, in unfortunate circumstances, Hastings is now going to miss five months. He's not, he's not this 19-year-old kid that everyone's making him out to be. You've got Dewey and Jock Madden. Do you just sort of say, let's see how this goes? You know, yeah. Well, we've seen Hastings can can deliver them, deliver them some some nice wins and some good moments. So Dewey's the automatic six, I'd say. And you've got Coruscant coming through as well, coming. So it's I think they're going to improve next year a lot. Yeah. But with that seven, I I think Hastings deserves it. Yeah. I, um, I, look, until until our game, I would have yeah. said absolutely. But I th- I just think when a guy at that age has an injury this severe. And I mean, look, the Tigers have not like they've won four games all year. Like even even when teams are struggling, I hate when we sort of look at teams and go, "Oh, but the nucleus is it." Like Hastings is not the same age as a as a Dewey or a or a Jock Madden. Like if the Tigers, you know, if they're going to do this whole, he's, he's not that old. I don't think he's only he he'd be what twenty seven, twenty eight. He... No, he'd only be twenty six. Ninety six. Okay. Wow. Yeah, ninety six. So he's he's still young. He can still come back. I think he's yeah. still a lot more to prove. He's he's only just reaching his potential. I guess a lot of it depends on what app he wants. You you bring a yeah. guy of that caliber in, and it's who who yeah. does he play with the best next season? I I don't think you can put him back in thirteen. I think that was a mistake from the no, it was stupid from the well, jump. You know. He's the only player in the NRL at the moment that's won a man of steel, so that's that's got to say say something. <laughs> Does it really though? Does it really? Um, well, the team he went to was like a, a relegation team, and he got him to a grand final. So, yeah, look, I mean, I'm sure the Tigers are hoping he can do the same here, but yeah, like I said, I mean, yeah. four four wins, and I, it's obviously not all on him. I'm not saying yeah. like, oh, he's not done what he needs. Like, I think people probably gave him two bigger raps. I think he's a good yeah. football player, and I think like he's he's gone and worked on his craft, come back, taken an opportunity, and probably helped a team. You know, if we give them the win against the Cowboys, which I think most people would agree they deserve, that puts them at they'd be they'd be fourteenth. They'd they'd yeah. be another no, they'd be thirteenth. You know, so that one win, like 
it might not mean anything now. It doesn't mean anything, but yeah, Hastings has definitely helped improve that team, and I think Dewey as well. And like everyone's talking about the Bulldogs signings, and we will get to them. But out of the two that the Bulldogs signed and the two that the Tigers signed, I am much more like excited to see what an IPAP and a Coruscant bring as opposed to Reed, Reed Martin. Like, and obviously at the start of the year, you'd get laughed at saying I'd rather JMK than Marnie. But over this past few months, Marshall King has looked yeah. really good. Like, and he's got a good motor. He's fit, mate. He like it, when they first put him in at nine. It, it, there was some growing pains, but recently he's really gotten going. Um, we'll, we'll get we'll get to the dogs. We'll get to the dogs. So the Tigers, do, do, where next year, Tim Sheens is a coach. Benji will be sitting by by his side, and they get the two signings. Do we think this year is a failure? But there is a, a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, it's obviously a failure, but the. The thing I like to pick up on teams is to see how they finish their season. Yeah. And that's a good indicator of how they're going to end up, you know, playing next year. Like, I think in 2020, the Titans, they went on this massive run when they when they won to, like, the wooden spoon the year before or whatever. Yeah. And they just missed out on the top eight. And then the year after, they did make the top eight. So, I think the well, attitude on finishing... They away last yeah. year from yeah. the Roosters. So, the attitude yeah. on how they finish the season... Is always a good indicator for me. I look. I think, and and trying to trying to judge any team who's coming down the bottom year after year. Like the Titans, to me, what, this was a failure. But for the Tigers, we we all sort of expected this at the start yeah. of the year. So if anything, it's not a success, but they've done slightly better than we expected. And I think that there is there is signs of improvement and hope coming into next year. Exactly. Um, the Newey Knights, mate, they just, they have not <laughs> seemed to get like, and everyone says the same thing. You look at the team just on paper. Don't, don't align them with any, any club or, or anything like that. But when you look at the blokes that are on that, that squad list from exactly. your Pongers to your Bradman Best and, and Gagai's to your Clemmers, your Saifidi twins and, and, and Frizzell, you know, they've, they've got a really good side on paper. And to, to only have five, the five wins, and I think what did they not win their first like two or three in a row? Yeah, at, at the so, start of the season, they were, Gagai was the best center in the NRL. Jake Clifford was a world beater. Yeah, like, so I don't know what happened a month in. Like things were going going great, and then all of a sudden, like what? So they like if they won two or three in the in the first month, then they were well in the top eight. That, well, they were second or first at one point. When pear shaped, I think when Mitch Barnett got sent off, that's when everything just <laughs> rumbled. Honestly, yeah, yeah. What? Well, look, After this is a failure game, from yeah. the Knights. This yeah, is a, a failure. They made. I think I don't think O'Brien deserves to get the sack because he did make the team the top eight twice, two years in a row. Yeah. So this year has been bad. But you said it yourself. They made it in years where you didn't even really need a positive record to make the eight. Like, exactly. The hardest years, the easiest years to make the eight, they made it. So, uh, yeah, I think, look, and hindsight is always easier, but letting go of Mitch Pierce, regardless of what the situation was there. I think they're I, losing him. Yeah, they're missing him massively. So much. They're so much. Um, and I think Ponga's absence over the year with his concussion and stuff like that 
I think that's kind of because they need they need to learn to play without him. They do. They do. They, they really look. You know, because you'd you'd almost say by the by the same by the same token that Manly should be you know down there with them without Turbo, but they're they're doing fine without him. So well, it's in, just in twenty nineteen, Manly made the semifinals without him. Yeah, it's, it, so the, the, the they, Souths they, made yeah. a grand final last year without Latrell. You can't and you they can't made a prelim the year before Taylor. without Latrell. You know, you can't yeah. say, "Oh, well, we're missing our star player." It's like you've got a full squad of NRL yeah. players, like, like the Cowboys in twenty seventeen. They made the grand final without you know Thurston. Without Thurston, yeah, exactly. Well, so it's, it's yeah. There's one no excuse. player doesn't make a team. Um, is there a light at the end of the tunnel for the Knights? What, what do think we so. think? There's something they're, better for the next year. They're too talented not to, not to um, Turn to improve. Around. You know, yeah. And but I think I think Luke Brooks would be would be perfect for Newcastle. Yeah, it's all it's all to me. It's who they get in their halves, and I, I know you sort of look at it from afar and say, why would a why would a struggling club get another struggling club's half? But it's like it's just a matter of making it all fit. Yeah, you know? but the thing is, just... Luke Luke Brooks was a Dalian half back of the year. The only reason yeah. why Luke Brooks is 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 the guy that gets picked on all the time is because he's the million dollar man. Yeah, the you million dollar target. Man. I hate it. I hate. He's it. not the million dollar man. Ponger is. You know, and it's you know, it's like with Ash Taylor getting that same yeah. label. It's like ruined him. You're mad at him because a club gave him a million dollars. No one exactly. says. What were the Titans thinking? They say, "Oh, how can he be this useless when we pay?" It's like somebody told him. If I said to you, Kane, here's a million dollars to go be on three sixty or Channel Nine or whatever, it, like that—that's that's the company doing it. You take not, it, and you—you've you, trained your whole you. life to and worked hard, you know, playing footy your whole life. You deserve it, you know. Absolutely. You think you deserve it, and you—you you do. So but, yeah, to me, I think I think Luke Brooks would be a perfect fit in Newcastle. gets gets him away from Sydney, away from all the noise. You know, exactly. Newcastle fans they they get behind their team. They're, exactly, they're, they're there in numbers. They had what twenty odd thousand out of McDonald Jones for for their game against the Dogs last week. A game that no other fan could give two flying fladoodles. Exactly. About. So yeah, I think I think Luke Brooks needs a, a little confidence boost, and I think Newcastle can do it for him. Um, yeah. The Warriors, look, they, you know, even when they have a bad year, even you know, thirteenth, you can do worse than that. I know they're only two wins off the spoon, but to me, like the Warriors, every year, whenever they have a bad year, it's never an ugly bad year. It's just a, it's, it's just, just a, a typical Warriors year. Like they do exactly. each year, they have some good wins. Yeah, each absolutely. year they get they get some really good wins, but they're I don't know, I just. I, I think they're, just, they're lacking. They're lacking a bit of pride. They're very plain. They're very plain. Yeah. Well, there's, there's no... we've got to take into account the fact that, and the sympathy ends at the end of this year. I think no more sympathy, sympathy ends now. They're home now. Yeah, but the season's <laughs> done for them. But like yeah. next year, it's not going to be ah, oh, but all the sacrifice. Like, yeah, we yeah. got that, and we've understood that for the yeah. past few years. That's why we don't we don't say oh, the Warriors, they're, they're rubbit. Like, no, we all understand that... what you've been through. And they've made so, some really weird signings for next year. I think, like, not weird, but like, just, just signings that just like 
it's like rugby league live signings where you go on the suggested page and that's all you got left. Like Mitch <laughs> yeah. Barnett, Mitch Barnett, <laughs> Nia Corey, Tamari Martin, Dylan Walker, and Chance. And Chance. Well, they're trying to bring a bit of Kiwis back into it, which I do like. But I, I think, you know, they're sort of picking at the bottom of the barrel. They don't have an awful lot of, you know, no one's going, oh, get me to New Zealand now sort yeah. of thing. So, um, you know what? If Ivan Cleary didn't get sacked by the Warriors, they they probably could have had Nathan Cleary and it could have been a completely different story. Oh, mate. If only. <laughs> if only. <laughs> I don't know if he got sacked or left, but, yeah. If but to be fair, the Warriors, like the, the Warriors, like even when Ivan was there, he had a young yeah, he SJ. A, he had, you know, Maloney. Maloney, like they weren't. They, they were never team. a bad side. And Kevin the Warriors, Locke. the Warriors always follow this sort of. We're going to have big battling forwards that will scare the other team. You know, they've got they're, they're missing a few forwards, but their their starting forward pack still has. Is it Fanua Blake and Tohu Fanua Harris Blake. as their front yeah. row? Like yeah. uh, to me, I, I'm. Petrified no, of that. Like, you know, I'd play Harris at lock and Mitch Barnett or Mitch Barnett next year. Like he's a great player. Yeah. Um, so you're gonna like there's there's room for improvement back to their own home. If yeah. if this if this year ends on six wins or, or or something like that, then you know I they you know I don't think they challenge for the eight next year, but they probably move from the sixteen to thirteen range up into that twelve eleven sort of. 12, yeah. 11, 10 range. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think Warriors, are, we give them a pass for this year, but you're out of passes after that. Yeah, exactly. The Dogs, mate, they've, they've come good towards the back end. They've, they've picked on a few teams that are, you know, already done and dusted for the year, but there's some exciting foot. They, they must watch TV now. They're, they're fun they, to they watch. Are. They're, they're, they're fun to watch, exactly. And I think that's the nothing to lose mantra. Absolutely. And they pick up on that, you know, to, uh, looking into next season. Like like I said before, the attitude and how you end your season is how you're going to start your season next year. Do you, do you think, and, and to me, it, I'm only asking the question because I see the issue with it, but they're going, oh, we got to get Cameron Serrata, we got to get Cameron Serrata. Does this not give you a little bit of a deja vu vibe? Like, think Trent of the guy Barrett. they just just sacked this year, <laughs> Trent Barrett. Exactly. Oh, they they had to have him, and all the all the media came out going, "Oh, like Penrith, you know, what if what if it was Trent Barrett all along? Like, what what if he yeah. had everything to do with the success?" And yeah. it's like, no, no, they're just a good club, and you've taken a guy from a good club and, like, and taken to a bad club. Adam O'Brien. Like, oh he's yeah, reading the, out the, his the, resume in a in a post game. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've, I've been a part of you know four grand finals. I've seen what it's like. Like if you want to mold someone, you mold. He's like the mold you want. Like technically, under Robinson yeah. and uh, Bellamy. But, Absolutely. You know, just because you're a good assistant doesn't mean you're a good head coach. They're two different jobs, in my opinion. And obviously, it's probably easy for us to praise Mick Potter because you know he just it pretty much got to tell them try yeah. anything and everything. And we don't exactly. know how we'd do as a full-time coach now trying to implement a game plan. Exactly. I, I, don't, I don't see the fuss in rushing to, to sign Serraldo. Serraldo has not seemed keen. And if there's one thing you, you don't want is bringing yeah. someone who's, who's still sitting on the fence. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think Mick Potter's done a good job. The fans seem to like him. I don't see any Bulldogs fans saying, well, you know, what the hell is Mick Potter doing? Like... It, I, I, I think, think Shane Flanagan, like, you know. So do I. Yeah, Bulldogs like, fans are the ones that I know. They all can't stand the Flanagans, but 
in my opinion, I, I, I think <laughs> they can do a lot worse than, than Kyle yeah. and Shane. Yeah, I, I um, and even Flanagan, he's starting to find his feet, get his smile back, which is good to see, you know. Yeah, and then but but in the same day, you see a story that he's being linked with English clubs, and I'm sitting there going, "What are the Bulldogs not understanding?" Yes, it's not you're playing good footy, but you 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 just you can't just praise Burton when things are good, and and and, and the Fox. Yeah, it's like when you know when we look at Souths, right? And they are starting to find their feet now, yeah. quicker than I thought they would. But earlier on in the year, you're sitting there going, "This, this is what you, this is what you're missing without Reynolds." And I think Ilias has done a, a good job at a young age. Yeah. But when you have someone who knows how to control and steer the ship, you don't you don't praise the blokes on the on the sea deck. You you, you praise the bloke steering the ship. Like Flanagan yeah, exactly. to me is is the perfect balance between him. And if they just got it right from the start, and it's pretty glaringly obvious, you and I have been saying it, I've heard plenty of blokes say it, if they gave them the whole preseason and yeah. the whole season up to this like point. Like Flanagan was like the fourth string. Oh, it's... He didn't even give him time in the trial. Like, that's just... It's a backward step to me. Like, you bring yeah. in Marnie and you bring in Kikau. Yeah, I get all that. But it's a backward step to me if next year they try and shift Avarillo back to the seven. You know, yeah. just stick to it. He's don't let him go that. to England. Don't, don't you know, let him cop all the criticism. Yeah. Just, yeah. So I think the, the dogs, they're, they're sitting yeah. where I thought they were going to be, in, in and around this area. Yeah, I agree. Off, off the bottom, but, you know, I, I think you sort of look at where they are, and, and this is the last team we'll, we'll talk about, obviously, for now, but... You sort of think this time next year they'll be in and around where, you know, this cluster that you guys are in, Manly, the yeah, Dragons, sure. Roosters, they'll be in that cluster next year, I think. Exactly. Um, mate, the the mid the mid late season signings. Nofaloom is going to make his debut with the Storm this weekend. What ha- should just go back to June thirty? Yeah, like how, but. Is there enough rulings on it? Because Nofaluma is not enough, like enough, enough player. He's a Tigers' all-time leading try scorer for one. And since when did fucking loans become a thing? Yeah, I, I like. I can look at soccer now. I like. Obviously, like, you, you and I, being the fans of the clubs that we're at, we we haven't had any fortune with it. But yeah. I sort of look at Penrith last year, who just said, "Oh yeah, we're." we're, we're we could use a pain guy right now. He's on the market. We'll take him. Yeah. You know, and and then you had, now you've got Melbourne with Nofalu. To me, my problem is, right, is with this loan system, it's not so much the fact that players are, are jumping ship. And if, for clubs to say, yeah, you can go, and a club to say, yeah, we'll take him, like it takes two to tango. I get that. And you get a salary cap. And the thing is, you get salary cap relief for next year. Yeah. That, so that's, that's one just- thing I hate. But I it's think awesome. it should just be a straight swap. But but I don't think we need it at all. And the transfer window. So like, let's just say, when's Origin? June. Let's just have let's round just thirteen say, to seventeen, something like that. Let's just say June fifteen to July fifteen. Yeah, just a month. Just Four a weeks. month transfer window, you know. Yeah, you can't. We can't be getting to round twenty one and a bloke yeah. making his debut for a club to be eligible for that final series. Like, exactly. to me, 
that just it just screams and, and maybe maybe you and I will, will come up with some sort of system that we'll, we'll preach over the few weeks to come but yeah. we'll do we'll do our best buzz impression but um Kenji I, I've <laughs> got a system it's a it's a one month transfer window pretty much June you put 15. a player on the table and and the other club puts a player on the table and your place oh, is paper rock buzz. turn it up buzz you you, you win two <laughs> out of three and you get to keep your player and the other team's player, okay? That way it's all, yeah, it's just, who knows? But Kenty, all the good teams are getting all the good players. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's a bit of a no-brainer though, right? Like if a player it gets, is. If a player gets flinged from a club or, you know, enough Loomis Casey's, I, I thought he was injured. I thought that would be yeah. the only reason you don't pick him. Because exactly. to, me, to me, the Tigers team list should just be printed out with enough Loomis' name on it. And yeah. then you just start writing other dudes' names on the list. Like, I, I didn't even know he wasn't getting picked. I just assumed he was injured. Yeah. Well, the best thing was, like, well, the best thing I like, I like the January transfer window in, in soccer. Whereas yeah. if you – and you don't really see the big signings in, in January, really. You just see, you know, depth signings and, like, player signings. But, you know, if let's say if you're in the Champions League and you sign a player in January, yeah. they can't play in the Champions League. No, no, they shouldn't be able no, to. Exactly. There has to be limitations. You can't. Yeah. If you're bringing in a, if you're like, to me, if you have a thirty a thirty man squad NRL squad and you are dead set down to to the bone where you can't field a player, like there's a New South Wales Cup, there's Queensland Cup. You should yeah. have you should, you should be picking guys from there. We yeah. should be seeing. You know, we should be seeing. The, the next kid on the block from from yeah. that area, like, and, and not fair, every yeah. one of them is going to be a superstar, but like yeah. you know, Melbourne Melbourne have players. They're acting like they don't have players. I'm not saying Marion Seve and and Grant Anderson and all these guys are, are superstars, be, yeah. But but that's what you have available to you. So don't Use it. don't tell me you need yeah. an off Luma. It's just exactly. Yeah. Um. The final sprint, mate. The the. The teams in that cluster that I mentioned just before, you guys are a part of it. The Dragons, Seagulls, Raiders, Roosters. Um, let's dissect just a tiny bit. Let's dissect. Have you got a red line through the Dragons? Yes, I do. Yeah, I, th- I think it's fair to assume that, yes, that, that te- mathematically, but usually when you start a sentence with mathematically. Yep, that's um, the, the writing on the wall. Like it's just they're for and against, and yeah, it's they're they're just they're not they don't look they don't look like a team that wants it that badly. No, um, they they, they I, look the same every year. They're like the Warriors. But I I also don't think that that uh hook needs to be on the midging block though. No, not the way that no he's way. being spoken about. Um, exactly. Manly, not the easiest run home, but playing pretty decent footy. Uh, they're a win behind the other two in that in that cluster. Is there a chance? Have you got the red the red marker ready for the Seagulls? Or they're, they're a funny team, mainly. Um, they are. I really want to watch them this week before making you know a final say because you need to see their response to their response. You know, from last week they yeah. responded well last week. Now they've yeah. got these players. Yeah, there's seven that are back in, so it's going to be. Um, yeah, we're hearing about the rifts in the club. 
we need to but, see it transpire on the field. It could be all bullshit as well. Like, oh, when, you, when something like that is, there's going to be rumors coming out, like there's drama and all that, you know, like. Of course, of course. But whether, whether there is or not, we don't know. Um, mate, you guys, obviously, one of the, one of the more generous draws, you get Penrith this week, <laughs> a week in Penrith, but. The footy guys love us. They well, you know, history tells us they don't necessarily, but I think they're yeah. giving you a break this year. Is there a chance you guys sneak in past the Chooks? Well, we're equal with the Chooks at the moment, so it's and the Chooks got a tough run home. Like, and we we're able to drop one, maybe two games, if that. But obviously, you don't want to. But you guys you know, probably have the most favourable draw out of that you, cluster. There, you don't know what the Raiders are going to dish up. Yeah, like, we they yeah. really can. They can, and like the teams that do give them problems are St. George and Manly. So there is a couple teams there that, you know, yeah, do I, the Raiders can drop games too. But you guys Manly also do particular. lace them up for the for the big ones though. Yeah, you know, like, like they, you know. I think this this weekend is going to tell a lot for you guys. Exactly, and I, yeah, it's it's this this week is a very how it's bad a big week for the club. You know, like it's and there's a point to prove, and as there's, there's it's, it's a rivalry game. It's like I think Penrith is the Raiders' biggest rival historically, and recently yeah. as well. But you know, yeah. plenty on the line this week. Exactly. Um, the Roosters. Are you convinced after last no. weekend? There's there's no. people in in two different minds. I sort of watched last week and and thought they just keep looking that was, like it's, that it's paper. And they're, 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 it's the Team looks good on paper, but it's. I think it's a it's a good team. Maybe in 2019, 20, 2018. It's just very lean up front, you know. Like, look, obviously we play them tonight, and I'm not. I'm not. I don't have a bag full of confidence. I, I I've got my worries, but as a whole, this season has not impressed me. No. Um. What about and and this is, you know, playing devil's advocate here. And there's Parramatta fans um, listening. Close your ear holes right now. Could Parramatta now without Moses and and there has been some conflicting reports that he may come back early, he may not. But could Parramatta possibly beat Penrith twice in the same year and miss out on the finals? Am I, <laughs> am really I too don't. cool I, to I, think that? Like, I still think they're safe. I still think they they can make it and they they should make it. Yeah, think, I, look, I think yeah, I like think, I think you Dylan Brown's going to about 85 percent. You know, save. maybe I reckon 70, 65. Yeah, yeah, because you yeah. don't know. Like, it's just you don't know with them. It's more just for me without Moses, yeah. and isn't it? Isn't it laughable? He's been that, a, a, unreal. Uh, I mean, like his kicking does get them home a lot. It, it does. It does. But isn't it ironic? That only a couple of weeks ago they were booing Jacob Arthur, and now yeah. more than ever the Eels need the Eels yeah. fans need to ride this kid home because I know. there's a good chance that your main jockey's not going to be not going to be there for the for the big yeah. game. So I, it just to me, I think I think you guys could win a, a few more than they do in these next four weeks. Mm. I think the Roosters could win a few more than they do. Yeah. There's every chance to, uh, for mine that I could see them falling out. I'm not saying it's going to happen, less likely, but I'm just saying it could happen. 
Paul Kent had the Raiders as the premiership dark horse. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't write, write, write you guys off just yet. I think, I think one through ten, I'd be happy to see any of those teams compete in the grand final. So, but who do you see there at the end after round twenty-five, the last game Sunday, four o'clock's finished, the ladders finalised. Who do you see I, in there? I th- for the grand final or for no, the, no, no, for the for the, the, for the top eight. Who, who, who's who's seven and eight? For mine, I think. I think even we could drop down to seven. I think Souths will probably. I think, so. I think Souths slipstream past us. Just, just. Yeah. I I think I think the top four is set. I think Melbourne are going to win, but they're going to win ugly over these next few weeks. Secure that fourth spot. I think Souths will finish fifth. Maybe Souths missed six. Yeah. Souths missed then, out on the four last week. Yeah, I I think Souths will finish fifth or sixth. I think us and Souths will, will, you know, go back and forth. Yeah. For me, the uh, 26 points, the Eels, 22, the Roosters, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I, like, yeah. if I had to put my last dollar on it, I, I'd close my eyes and, and you know, pray, yeah. pray to God because I, I got no clue. I mean, I, I, could see, I could see you guys in there and the Roosters not. I could see you guys and the Roosters in there and the Eels not. I see a world where, you know, if if the, the suspicions are true and Turbo comes back early, that maybe we miss out. I'd, like, you know, there's just nah. there's so many possibilities still there. Yeah. It's that just, yeah, I mean, look, if I had to put my money on it right now, I think we're looking at what the eight is going to look like. Yeah. I just think because, unfortunately for you guys, if it comes down to it, like if the Roosters are to snag us tonight, I just think for and against might get them home. I think you yeah, guys have the easier do. run. They do have got a few tough games. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think you guys have. I won't say the easier run. I'll say the more fortunate run. But yeah. I just the Roosters are that team that I don't know. That someone's got to wake them up. Like if we beat yeah. them tonight, I feel sorry for whoever they play next week because Robbo will say to them, "Look, there is no way you blokes cannot be playing finals footy." There's no way a team that oh, has no. James Tedesco, you know, Luke Keary, all these all these greats, you, you cannot not make the finals. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, I've just not been convinced by them this year. Neither have I. Um, all right, let's, let's do this. Let's get into the round review to wrap her up. Um, we'll quickly fly through last week. So the Roosters, 20 to 10, we said not, not really convincing from the Roosters. Um, they're probably a better week from Manly. Um, in the in this week to come, the storm over the Warriors, mate. We weren't o- overly convinced with that game either, were no, we? No, no, I was, but I think it was the one. Considering last time like, they played, yeah. it was seventy to ten, was it not? I think it's. I think it's good for like. Yeah, I think I think the Warriors played good though, but I yeah. think it's just getting a win, just getting it, you know, over and done with is probably the best thing for Melbourne. Storm needs some trenches wins. They don't. They don't yeah. often go to the trenches these days, but they need some trenches yeah. wins. Um, exactly. Para thirty-four to ten. Do we? Do, we don't really take much stocks out of this game, though, do we? No, oh, I always thought Para was going to win. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's unfortunate because I, I think, think they'll Parramatta, still win. They'll, they'll, they'll winning. They're losing twelve-four when Cleary got sent off. So you know. Yeah, like I, t- for yeah. me, I think Para were up for the fight. And yeah. I think, unfortunately, because of the Cleary incident, I can't take the stocks out of it that I want to. 
Yeah. Because that's the sort of game where I, I'm sitting there thinking, fuck, Parra can really, you know, like prove their yeah. worth. Yeah. But then they lose the second half and it's... it's they, they could have put 50 on them. They should have put 50. It was 30 to 4 at half time. Yeah, but the problem is, is that them. even yeah. if they put 50 on them, you know, it's like, oh, fuck, we'll hit, you know. Once Cleary went off, it was the game The game that Parramatta matter. had started, unfortunately, yeah, didn't, didn't carry on. Yeah. Um, you guys got the cookies over the Titans. I thought, you know... You guys are almost just playing cat and mouse with them at one point. It just sort of yeah. seemed like, yeah, we let them in, but we're in control here. They're always in control, but, you know, they, those sloppy tries at the end are very good, but, you know. It is what no it win is. To win. That's all that matters. Two points is all that matters this exactly. time. Exactly. Um, the Sharks. This was, this was a great rugby league game, wasn't it? This was a great was game. Um, I think. Their defense at times, their defense at times, Cronulla, is very is very rock solid, and then other times it's it's like they just clock off for a bit, yeah. and you can't do that against a team like Souths. That's the one problem I have with the Sharks is that they are a very good defensive team, mm. but sometimes a single player can get can get caught out, or you know, there's just there's still some kinks in the armor that I think need to be worked on. And obviously, this is Hines' first year at the club. This is um, Fitzy's first year at the club, so but yeah. but improvement nonetheless. And Souths again, that this is their first loss I think since Latrell's come back, is it not? It's probably a, it's probably a blessing for Souths because they, we we've seen how well they can go. So it's I think you know, and they could have won it. Yeah, they absolutely. It, but they didn't. But you know, you can't blame. Look, Latrell's always going to be one taking the shots nowadays, yeah. at least, and. Uh, it's games like this. I think I've said it a couple of times this year, but it is games like this that they do miss Reynolds. Yeah. But I think, I think Ilias could definitely become a, a field goal specialist in his career. Sure. Um, but yeah, so yeah, great game of footy nonetheless. Um, yeah, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. <laughs> I think, I think, look, I think we just came in there with this mindset of uh, we're the better team. And the Tigers were like, Nah, mate, you guys finished below us last year. Like, yeah. don't, don't forget where you just came from, you know? Yeah, it was kind of a bit of a humbling hum, hum, humbling yeah. moment. Yeah, definitely definitely tasted some some humble pie after that one. So, yeah. look, do we take much stocks out of that game? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm the Brisbane fan. I'm a very fan, positive so. person after losses. I think you can, you can take... Take a lot from it and yeah, and bounce back better. I always always look at it that way. Like a team after losing a game like that is always more dangerous the next week. That's all I see. Yeah, definitely won't won't be um short of focus this week. I think exactly. Tonight, I should say, um, oh, mate, two rippers to finish off the round. The oh. dogs and the knights, mate. Did you get through the whole the whole bag of popcorn watching this or what? No, I was I was flicking between that and SummerSlam, so. <laughs> I don't blame you, honestly. Um, <laughs> do, do, before we move off this game, David Clemmer. I mean, I, like obviously we're not we're not players. We don't know, but you sort of imagine there's blokes around the league that say, "No, nah, there's no way I'm coming off." Like, yeah, like everyone said it all week. Nice, like, yeah, I, I really think it's there's something more than that. I think it's Adam nice O'Brien needs a story. Talk, he, he needs to stop reading out his resume and start whipping these boys the way they need to uh, be whipped. Otherwise, he's going to be exactly. in bold letters at the top of the midging block. 
So oh, he's already halfway there. But you know, isn't it funny in a game where the Bulldogs score twenty four points and they're playing exciting footy and Addo Carr doesn't score? Like it's just yeah. He's he up front. Yeah. Well, I mean, always Football. beware of the second kick. Yeah. Obviously, but has there been a winger with more influence on a team than Addo Carr? No I way, I don't think so. I don't think so. It's just something about him. And I think we are just saying that, you know, the other day or the other week that the Storm are missing his presence in the locker room. Yeah, for sure. It's showing. Um, and then Cows and the Dragons, that, the Dragons made a half of it and then just... Just typical. Yeah, very typical. It, that was. it really solidified their season, that one. Yeah. They really just said... You know, yeah, we started strong. There was hope, and yeah. we're out of the eight. We're out exactly. of the eight. Um, let's get into it, mate. This this one tonight, we will be down there. SCG, the Chooks and the Bronx. Um, the Roosters coming off an underwhelming win. Broncos coming off a, a very, very lackluster performance. Which which way are you swinging tonight? I'm going for the Broncos to bounce back 1-12 with Katoni Stags to, to get a try. Mate, you read my mind. I've got the same. Bronx 1-12, Stags to score, and the Stonk has gone Bronx 1-12 with Payne Haas. It's across the line. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> oh, mate, I would love that. <laughs> um, Storm v. the Titans. Very, uh, very interesting way to kick off Friday night. Can't think of anything better. Storm Titans, mate. Which way? Are you, which way are you going with this? Uh, one? I've gone Storm thirteen plus Munster. Yep, I've gone Storm thirteen plus. I, I'm going, you know, but I'm going the stonk tactic here. I'm going Jaden Campbell to score. Scored a couple oh, against Storm last year. Um, in one of his first did, few games he? against, as his debut, he had a great game. Um, and the Stonks going Storm thirteen plus with the Noff to get one on debut. Um. Seagulls, Eels, the old the old rivalry. Um, Most boring rivalry, in my opinion. <laughs> no Moses, no Turbo, <laughs> but plenty to play for for both sides, really. Which way does this one go? I think Manly bounced back after a controversial couple of weeks or controversial week, 1-12, to 12 with uh, big Holy Homoli Olukawatu scoring a try. Yeah, I'm leaning towards a similar path. I'm going Manly 1-12 to with Morgan Harper to score. I don't know why. I just closed my eyes and thought, who's crossing oh. the line? And I just see Morgan Harper scoring a try where he probably should have passed the ball. You know? Yeah. He, and he's, he's just, just been slammed into the ground as scoring. <laughs> and he's just, he's, his head's just like, I don't, oh, there's something about Morgan Harper. I don't like him, but I also, you sort of, when you, if you put together a multi for a game with Manly, yeah. You always sort of wiggle your finger over you see his name. Fifty odds, and you're like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> "Inner odds are dangerous." Yeah. Stogs like, going, so high? and then you look at him, and you're like, "Enough of the game!" You're like, that's why they're fucking high. <laughs> oh, he, he just drops some that you just shouldn't. He's just, oh, uh, yeah. Um, the Stogs going para one to twelve, but he's going, he's going Olakawatu, I believe that's mm. who he's, he's trying to trying to say Olakawatu to score. Um, the old stonk tactic. Uh, doubts get a very, very underwhelming. Warriors dollar ten favorites. Jesus. Um, although they I'm haven't sure even seen a bit of trouble over the over the past couple of years. 
I think I think these are the sort of games where you think someone's going to win 13 plus, and I, and I think that Souths and the Roosters have a similar issue where there's certain stars around the paddock, but there's not enough battlers in the middle. Yeah, it's, it's the same issue for both teams. I think like Souths to me, it's like once they're inside the red zone, forget it. It's a try, mm-hmm. but getting to yeah. the red zone seems to be the issue for them. Same yeah. with the Roosters. Exactly. So I. I mean, look, I, I'm pretty sure I've got, I've got Souths winning 13 plus. Yeah, I've got Souths 13 plus. I'm going Kaloa Matangi off a nice little short ball from Ilias. They're starting to make That's a nice little got. connection I've together. Got, I've got a Souths 13 plus with Latrell. And that's what the stock the stonks got as well. South 13 plus with Latrell. Um, mates, the big battle Saturday yeah. 5:30. Hey, I, this why is this the fight? This feels to me like it either needs to be the the main game on a Friday night, yeah, or the main game be. on a Saturday night. 5:30 yeah. is just an odd time slot for mine. This is the game that I, I think it could be the game of the round. I um, think it, it definitely will be. Definitely I think. You know, like over the past three or four games, there's been that much bad blood between the Raiders uh, and the Panthers with the players, with the fans. Um, I've read on a few Raiders forums that they're going to get 20,000 at Canberra Day and they, they said they're going to be hostile. They're going to they're gonna be loud. And I think, um, I think the Raiders are going to feed off that. I, I, mate, I... Yep, I agree. Uh, I think, yeah, I think this is the game. The rate, you know, it's like, and the Penrith will just they'll play it cool. They'll just say it's just another game, business as usual. But I think sometimes emotion's going to override professionalism. And in this case, I've got the Raiders one to twelve with Jack White in the score. Yeah, well, the Stonks gone. Obviously, he's, he's staying, staying loyal. Panthers yep. one to twelve with Critter to score. So. Yeah, very very interesting to see how that all plays out. Obviously, you're going to have White and uh, White and Crichton running each other all game. I one matchup. Sorry, go on. I was just going to say I'm going Raiders one to twelve, and I, yeah. I I've got this I've got this sneaking suspicion. I saw it last week, and I just thought about it when I was putting my tips in earlier today, and I just remembered this Andrew Fafita try that he scored, and they're saying. You know, oh, I haven't seen that since the, the 2016 Grand Final. And I don't know why, but as I was putting my tips together, I just had this thought of seeing Josh Papali just fall over the line over little Appy Coruscant, you know, just to get to get the Raiders that, home. I don't know why. Little celebration. Yeah, it's going to be the, just, just uh, like, it's going to be, I don't know, 16, 12, your guys' way. Like, you guys started yeah, just, strong and then they crept back in. And you have got one more chance to sort of seal the deal, and it's gonna, it's gonna. I see, I see someone dropping the ball, like a Dylan Edwards never drops the ball, and coming out of their own end, he's dropped the ball, and you guys have a scrum, a couple of plays, and and Fogarty or White is calling for it, but Papali says, "Nut, nah, give me that, give me the nut," and just and falls over just, the line. Just gives I, him I, I don't know why. I don't get a lot of rugby league premonitions, but for mine, I was very strong about that. Very strong. And about yeah, one matchup I'm really looking forward to is uh, Hudson Young versus Liam Martin, who yep. I've said over the past couple of days to myself, very controversially, but I think he's better than Liam Martin. Yeah, I mean, look, it's obviously whenever oh, whenever, yeah. whenever a player at a good club, like whenever a player is at a good club, 
you always sort of think, well, what if they weren't there? Would they be getting yeah. that same sort of praise, you know? I think um, Hudson Young's got a point to prove. Yeah. Uh, and look, I mean, I think that jersey's up for grabs in the blue squad. Yeah. I don't think Lee Martin's is – obviously, they want all the, the better players in there. Yeah. I, I sort of look at it – I look at it as considering they lost this year when, yeah. when Freddie gave Cleary the reins, so to speak, and said, yeah. who do you want? Not, not who, do, who does the, the state want, who do you want? Yeah. And they couldn't get it done. I sort of see next year as them saying, "Not sorry, Nathan, but you, you're not going to get to pick and choose. Like It's what we want now. Yeah. So I think those back row positions are open. I think Crichton has yeah. his moments. I think Martin has his moments. But, you know, you've got Kaloa Matangi. You've got Hudson Young. You've Olukawatu. got Watu. Like, there, there yeah. are guys there that can challenge for that jersey. So Exactly. Um. Sharks, Dragons, local derby, but honestly, I'm another mean, boring local derby. Is three fifty is very cheap, very cheap for the Dragons. I thought four dollars minimum for mine, but uh, I'm guessing we're all going thirteen plus. The Sharkies. No, I'm going. I'm going Sharkies one to twelve. Oh, okay, so you think the Dragons put up a bit of a fight? Yeah, I think these these, these derbies are tough. They're close games. Um, yeah, yeah. I've gone on one to twelve with Nico to score. Nico Rima. I mean, Nico, Nico Hines. Oh, Nico. So I'm looking at my I'm looking at my phone when I when I hear you say that because I go, oh, I went Britain Nakora this week. I think he gets Ooh. one off a short ball from Hines. Interesting. Um, and the stonk is going Sharks one to twelve as well. So you both going one to twelve, and he's going Jesse Ramian to score. He's been a bit oh. of bit, bit of try try scoring form of late. Yeah. Yeah. Um, dogs versus Cowboys. You just sort of you don't know. Like you think you know, but but you don't know. You think there's an obvious answer, but you're like, could the Bulldogs? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Which which way are you leaning for this one? I've gone Cows 13 plus against, and Val home to score a try. And you know what? This game's in Queensland. It's a Bulldogs home game. Uh, at Bundaberg, it is too. In Bundaberg, yeah. So How strange. Did, did we not, did we not, who, did this not happen earlier in the year with the Cows? Did this not happen they, earlier? No, they played, Parramatta and Darwin, and that's just stupid. That's right. God, can it, if I if, if I'm part of the Cowboys organization right now, I'm going I'm I'm going to get myself a lottery ticket because like, this year has yeah. just been their year. Yeah, it's like it's taking a team to some the same climate is like saying you're let's just say we're the Egyptian rugby league team and we play a home game in Antarctica. Yeah, and we're going to take the team from the fucking North Pole to play us there. You yeah, know, it makes no dumb, sense. Dumb analogy, but no, I, oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's you're taking a team. You, you know, you're taking your team out of their comfort zone. Yeah, to play against a team in their comfort zone, it just doesn't make sense yeah. to me. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Stonks going cows one to twelve with Vow to score. I think you also had Vow Holmes. Yeah, I got Vow. I'm going cows one to twelve. I'm going Taolangi to score. I think he's been no, a bit he's due for one. He's been a bit quiet since Origin, um, but I think this will be the week that he gets over. Um, oh, mate. God, they, oh. they saved the best for last, honestly. I mean... These Sunday games, they just keep getting better and better. <laughs> I don't oh, see yeah. how they top this. <laughs> Wooden Spoon Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be awesome if you just hear like an Andrew Voss like, "Welcome to Spoon Sunday, the Sunday ticket." Oh, just 
And I hate these Sunday four o'clock games. I just don't like how half of it's in daytime and then just randomly it's night. And you're just <laughs> like, I just want this, this round to end already. Oh, I just like, yeah, Sunday 4 p.m. game. It just... Oh, it, just doesn't, it doesn't even need to be televised, this sort of game. Honestly, I can think of better yeah. things to watch. I'm going to watch it. I'm saying all this, I'm going to watch it, but just... There's nothing better to do, but yeah. <laughs> I'm going Tigers 12 with Tuolungi to score, Kelma, of the Kelma variety. Um, Stonks are going Tigers 13 plus with Mamalo to cross the chalk. Probably about yourself, Nos. Yeah, I've gone uh, the man with the team, that, the man with the best resumes team. To win one to twelve, <laughs> and Gagai to score, so they bounce back because he's got a good resume. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> well, we've we've covered everything we, we possibly can. Hope you guys enjoyed, and hopefully we'll see you next week. Peace. Up the milk. <laughs>